Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. everyone. Once again, this is Wednesday, November 30th, 2016, and welcome to, once again, episode number seven of WWS Wrestling Profile, where, of course, we profile wrestlers, organizations, stables, <clears throat> and uh, so much more here, of course, uh, for a full hour. Uh, of course, normally at this time, you'd be here in WWS Wrestling Debate. Uh, call it the 139-925-POUND. But due to circumstances beyond their control, the NWO Madness Kingdom was unable <clears throat> to make it in, in this evening for, for tonight's wrestling debate uh, episode. So I have uh, <clears throat> so I have stepped in, of course, once again with another wrestling profile. Uh, this time, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a little bit interesting here. Uh, as of course, episode number seven of wrestling profile will, of course, tonight be talking about WCW pay-per-view known as Road Wild. Uh, how it, how of course it was one of the uh, big time pay per views. Of course, that WCW did have to offer uh, during its run. Of course, it did not have that many, to, did not have that that many <clears throat> pay per views by that name. But of course, uh, it was indeed, of course, very unique for the fact that it was held outdoors. Uh, of course, being held at the Sturgis uh, Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota. Uh, of course, it had a has a very big time history some of the greatest matches in WCW history, and we'll be running that down bit by bit here tonight here as we go through episode number seven of WCWS Wrestling Profile. If you care to chime in on anything, that if you remember any moments at all from uh, any uh, Road Wild pay-per-view through the years, please feel free to give us a call right here. Right here at Wrestling Profile, 1724-444-7444. Call ID is 142-241-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have talked that we have to talk about here. As we, of course, like I mentioned tonight, we're profiling WCW, WCW Road Wild, and what a great pay per view it was. Like we said, uh, that's not what Saint Thomas dive right on into here with episode number seven of WCWS Wrestling Profile. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
<clears throat> Road, of course, of course, uh, found here on Wikipedia. Road Wild, who was originally known as Hog Wild, which was the theme that you did here, of course, for the opener of tonight's uh, episode, was a professional wrestling pay-per-view event produced by World Championship Wrestling, of course, WCW. That was held from 1996 to 1999. It was a free event held in Sturgis, South Dakota, during the annual Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. After the first event, WCW changed its name to Road Wild because of a potential trademark issue with the Harley Davidson Club Harley Owners Group, otherwise known as HOG. In 2000, it was replaced by New Blood Rising. Hulk Hogan appeared in the main event of all four editions <clears throat> of all four editions of, of the pay-per-view. WrestleCrap writer Art O'Donnell criticized the event as a financial blunder and said that WCW held a yearly pay-per-view at a biker rally with zero live gate just because Eric Eric Bischoff loves motorcycles. Since 2001, WWE, through its subsidiary WCW Incorporated, owns the rights to the event. In 2015, all WCW pay-per-views remain available on the WWE Network. And let's go ahead and chime into all the all the uh, all the <clears throat> incarnations of this great pay per view. Of course, starting with what, of course, what was it was originally referred to as Hog Wild. Hog Wild took place on August 10, 1996, from the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. The VHS cover for this pay per view showed Hulk Hogan in his Hulkster pose, of course, in the red and the yellow, despite the fact that he, along with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, formed the NWO one month prior. Of course, I was at Bash the Beach. The first eight matches aired on WCW Saturday night on TBS. This event happened on a Saturday instead of the normal Sunday night. <clears throat> Medusa defeated Bull Nakano. Both women had their shoulders uh, down, but Medusa lifted her right shoulder off the canvas before the referee reached the three count. Due to a pre-match stipulation, Medusa was allowed to destroy Nakano's Japanese motorcycle with a sledgehammer. In the main event, Hollywood Hogan pinned the giant after hitting him with the title belt while the referee was distracted from an interfering Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. After the match, the booty man, who of course we, we, would, we knew earlier, previously as Brutus the Barber Beefcake, came to the ring in, with an NWO t-shirt on and a birthday gift for Hogan Hogan acted, acted as if Booty Man was going to join the group, but turned on him and beat him down with Hall and Nash. Hogan then spray-painted NWO on the front of the WCW World Heavyweight Championship belt. That was the first time, ladies and gentlemen, we saw that take place. Of course, <clears throat> the Saturday night matches that took place, of course, there was eight of them that took place prior to the, the Hog Wild event. The Public Enemy, who was, of course, Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge, defeated the team of Dick Slater and Mike Enos. Conan defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. in a singles bout. The Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags, defeated High Voltage, Robbie Rage, and Kenny Chaos. Alex Wright defeated Bobby Eaton in a singles match. And a six-man tag, the Dungeon of Doom, which was the Taskmaster, Ming, and the Barbarian, defeated Joe Gomez, Jim Powers, and Mark Starr. Squire David Taylor defeated Mr. J.L. in a singles match. DDP defeated the Renegade in a singles match. And Double A. Arn Anderson defeated Hugh Morris 
in a singles match. <clears throat> and of course, here is of course the Hall Wild broadcast itself. Uh, of course, of course, this, this pay per view was, was on August tenth, nineteen ninety six. Five thousand people attended this at the Sturgis Motor Soccer Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. <coughs> And here is the Hogwild broadcast itself. Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated the Ultimate, the Ultimate Dragon for the w, for the cruise, retained the WWE Cruiserweight title. In a singles match, Scott Norton defeated Ice Train. In a battle of the bikes match, as we said, Medusa defeated Bull Nakano. Chris Benoit with Woman and Miss Elizabeth in his corner defeated Dean Malenko in a singles match. In a match for a tag team match for the tag team titles, Harlan Heat who were the champions, retained by defeating the Steiner brothers. Ric Flair defeated Eddie Guerrero to retain the United States heavyweight title. The Outsiders, Hall and Nash, defeated the team of Sting and Luger in a tag team bout. And Hollywood Hogan defeated the Giants, who had Jimmy Hart in his corner, to pick up the WWE World Heavyweight title. Of course, right afterwards, as we said, Spray painting NWO all over that big that big gold championship belt. 1990, and then of course right afterwards, as we said, Hog Wild had to change its name to Road Wild due to a conflict with uh, Harley Dav- with a group representing Harley Davidson. So his name was changed to Road Wild <clears throat> in 1997. Took place on August of 1997, of course, from Sturgis, South Dakota. And here are the nine matches that took place at this. This time around, 6,500 people, ladies and gentlemen, and, um, attended this uh, attended this uh, pay per view. Of course, of course, I say again, it was going to be again, it was an outdoor event. <clears throat> In a tag team match: Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray defeated the NWO tag team of Vicious and Delicious, who was of course both Bagwell and Scott Norton, and also they had Vincent in their corner. In a Mexican death match, uh, Conan defeated Rey Mysterio Jr. In an elimination match, Steve McMichael and Chris Benoit defeated the team of Jeff Jarrett and Dean Malenko. In a singles match for the WWE World Cruiserweight title, the champion Alex Wright retained by defeating Chris Jericho. In a singles bout, Ric Flair defeated NWO member Six. <clears throat> In another singles match, Kurt Henning defeated Diamond Dallas Page who had his wife, Kimberly, in his corner. The Giant defeated the Macho Man, Randy Savage, with Miss Elizabeth in his corner in another singles bout. The Steiner brothers, with Ted DiBiase in their corner, defeated the Outsiders, Hall and Nash, by DQ for the World Tag Team titles. And Hollywood Hogan would defeat the WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Lex Luger, to once again pick up the World Heavyweight belt. Road Wild 1998 was pretty darn interesting as well. Uh, the, the numbers continue to pick up here, uh, <clears throat> pick, pick up at this event. Uh, as 80, and this was took this, this this took place, on, like I said, on August the 8th of 1998, with 8,500 people, ladies and gentlemen, attending this event, which was very very interesting. Road Wild 1998 took place on August 8th, 1998, from the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. After the wrestling show, Travis Tritt performed a mini-concert. Rick Steiner was scheduled to face Scott Steiner, but Scott backed out due 
to due to a previous attack by Rick claiming he had been injured. The Battle Royal had, had the rules modified to where eliminations could happen either by throwing people over the top rope like a traditional Battle Royal as well as by pinfall. And, of course, in the end, at the time, World Heavyweight Champion Goldberg pinned NWO Black and White member The Giant. And here are the matches that took place at Road, Road Wild 1998. <clears throat> Ming defeated the Barbarian with Jimmy Hart in his corner in a singles bout. The Public Enemy defeated the Dancing Fools, who were, of course, Disco Inferno and Alex Wright in a tag team match. Uh, the Dancing Fools had Tokyo Magnum in their quarter. Saturn defeated Raven <clears throat> with Lodi in his corner and Canyon in a Raven's Rules match. Because Raven's Rules match was pretty interesting. It's pretty much, they, you just do pretty much whatever you want. You can compete however you want. It was interesting. Ray Mysterio Jr. defeated Psychosis to determine the number one contender for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. <clears throat> In a singles match for the WCW World Television Championship, Stevie Ray defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. And another singles bout, Steve Mongo McMichael defeated uh, NWO member Brian, Adam, uh, Brian Adams with Vincent in his corner. Juventud Guerrero defeated the champ, uh, Cruiserweight champion uh, Chris Jericho to pick up the Cruiserweight belt with Dean Malenko, of course, as a special guest referee. As Chris, as I mentioned before, in a battle royal pitting the NWO versus Goldberg, Goldberg actually defeated Team, team NWO Hollywood, who was who consisted of the Giant, Scott Hall, Kurt Henning, and Scott Norton, and NWO Wolfpack, which consisted of Conan, Lex Luger, Kevin Nash, and Sting. <coughs> and in the main event of Road Wild 1998, very unique here, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, teamed up with late, late night talk show host Jay Leno with Jay's uh, tonight's show band leader Kevin Eubanks in, his, in their corner, defeating the team of Hollywood Hogan and Eric Bischoff with the Disciple and Miss Elizabeth in their corner in a in, the ta- in a tag team main event match. <clears throat> uh, Road to Wild 1999, very, very unique here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the numbers actually dropped down for the number of people that attended, like 5,500 people that came and saw which was considered the final edition of Road Wild. Road Wild 1999 took place on August 14, 1999, from the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. Fit Finley was scheduled to face Jimmy Hart's first family, but Finley suffered a severe injury prior to the pay-per-view. A match scheduled between Medusa and Mona, who is, of course, known as Miss Madness, also did not take place without any official reason given. And, of course, Mona would go on, of course, be known in WWF as Molly Holly. <coughs> and in the nine matches that took place here, there was a, there was a, bunch, of, there was a bunch of great matches here that took place. Uh, the Filthy Animals, who consisted of Ray Mysterio Jr., Billy Kidman, and Eddie Guerrero, defeated the team of Vampiro and the rap group Insane Clown Posse, who consisted of Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope in a six-man tag team match. 
And they actually had Raven in their corner. They referred to themselves as the Deadpool in this, if I'm not mistaken. Raven did get involved somewhat in this in this match. Uh, but, uh, of course, in the end, Mysterio, Kidman, and Guerrero did get by with, um, with no problem here whatsoever. In a, in a match with the WCW World Tag Team titles, Harlem Heat would get by the two, two of the members of the Jersey Triad, Canyon and Bam Bam Bigelow, to pick up <clears throat> their tag team titles. And believe it or not, of course, this was repeated during the uh, pay-per-view event for the eighth time, and they said since actually 1994. So Harlem Heat, but like I said, they were dubbed, you know, one time the team of the 90s. So uh, that right there kind of held true and all that. Eight-time tag team champions. I mean, I think they held it maybe once, once or twice more, but but going going into this, uh, going into this, it was uh, no, no, it was truly, truly, it was truthfully amazing. So another six-man tag team match, the second one of the night, the Revolution, which consisted of Perry Saturn, Shane Douglas, and Dean Malenko, defeated the West Texas Rednecks, who consisted of Barry Windham, Kerr Henning, and Bobby Duncan Jr., and they had. Uh, Barry Wyndham's brother Kendall in their corner with a cowbell. Uh, this was this was a this was a very rough and unique uh, six-man tag team match. Uh, but <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, of course, like I said, uh, Saturn, Douglas, and Malenko. Of course, they had uh, who uh, of course had a previous uh, uh, encounters. Of course, prior to WCW, of course, in ECW. And other and also in Japan as well, so I mean they knew each other just like just like that. So uh, it was academic, of course, academic to see these three men, you know, you know, try to make a name for themselves here, get by like some very experienced guys like Barry Windham and Kurt Henning and Bobby Duncan Jr. and of course Kendall Windham outside. It was a great it was a great six man tag team match here to say the least. Uh, in a singles, in another singles match here, Buff Bagwell defeated Ernest Miller, who had Sonny Ono in his corner. Of course, there was a feud going on prior, leading up to Road Wild between the two. Uh, even, even, even one, <clears throat> even one, as so far as, as, as so far as to say, as uh, uh, as Buff. Dressing up like the cat, and and another, and and also having one of the Nitro Girls along with him, and somebody else dressing up like Sonny Ono. So, but not, nonetheless, I mean, uh, all that built up here big time to is. Uh, Big time encounter, of course, but Bagwell will get the win. But of course, but of course, Ernest Miller would not leave, uh, would not leave, uh, you know, unscathed as uh, him and Sayona did get the last laugh before they finally leaving the ring. But. Um, but it was like a very unique uh 
Uh, next up, I Jim, of course, uh, <clears throat> was, of course, a, a, a WCW United States Championship match pitting the champion Chris Benoit, who had just come off of defeating uh, Ric Flair's son, David, who, of course, actually didn't earn that championship. It was simply handed to him by his father when Ric Flair was president of WCW. And, of course, at the time and all this was after Sting had dethroned Ric Flair to take away the presidency away from the nature boy. <clears throat> and Chris Benoit had a real big-time battle against Diamond Dallas Page to pick up, like I said, the, 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 the hold on to the WCW United States Heavyweight title or no DQ. Even goes as far as having Bam Bam and Canyon getting involved in this match, but of course it was it was to no avail. Um, but nonetheless, it was a nonetheless it was a terrific match, uh, to say the least. Of course, they also gave away. Now during this event, I will also add it's not on the Wikipedia thing, ladies and gentlemen. I will go ahead and add that a gentleman they had a contest leading up to Road Wild '99 to. Uh, to see if anyone would be willing to see if uh, uh, they enter in, they can enter, like I said, when going to a WCW event about well, possibly going towards winning a motorcycle being offered by the sponsors at the time of Road Wild, which was American Iron Horse Motorcycle Company. And actually, they did, they did draw for that here before having the final four matches of the night. And, of course... Uh, <clears throat> and, a, and a gentleman from Cleveland, Ohio, actually picked up the picked up. It was a beautiful customized motorcycle that, that American Iron Horse did did uh, fix up. And also, all in all, it was a it was a great event. It was a great uh, great drawing. And um, uh, of course, after hearing the name, you could hear uh, commentate. You can hear commentator and legendary manager Bobby the Brain Heenan in the background laughing at the guy's name. And of course, making fun of it, uh, going into their uh, going into the the first of the remaining four matches of Road Wild. Uh, <clears throat> next up, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, here are the final four matches for Road Wild '99. Of course, first off, in a singles bout, it was of course it was believe it or not, Sid Vicious getting the win over Sting. Of course, Sid Vicious was at the time going into this undefeated. Uh, of course, hopefully, like I said, trying to erase the streak that was, the big winning streak that was made by Goldberg, uh, trying to do something a whole lot ten times better than what Goldberg did. Uh, so, but nonetheless, it was a very unique win, and of course, like I said, it was against the legendary Sting. And this, of course, they've had matches against each other before. But nonetheless, it was a big time encounter. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, another match that did take place that uh, was big time was that, of course, Goldberg coming back coming back from uh, uh, being sidelined for, due to an injury, uh, uh, came back at Road Wild and defeated the Dollface Redman Rick Steiner. Uh, of course, during the match, um, you could even t- see this as well that the referee did not uh, did not did not disqualify Steiner. Or taking the knee brace off of Goldberg and using it as a weapon during this match, but nonetheless, it was a big time encounter. Um, and of course, I mean, of course, the fans was hyped up about all this. Of course, Goldberg kept coming out to 
in the song Crushem by Megadeth for this uh for this encounter. And of course, uh as also um also coming out also coming off from doing the movie Universal Soldier the Return, which was one of the sequels to the Universal Soldier franchise involving Jean Claude Van Damme. So uh Goldberg was on like on a big time height, big time role. Uh, but of course, big momentum, momentum here coming back, uh, and then coming back here at Road Wild to defeat uh, with the legendary tag team specialist, the Dollface Gremlin, Rick Steiner. And this, in the next matchup here, of course, it has big implications here. The Macho Man Randy Savage defeated, uh, and and yes, you'll hear me correct when I say this, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, man who came, who actually had appeared, uh, and who. This was the third this was the third time that he appeared in a WCW ring. It was of course legendary NBA star Dennis Robin, who of course had appeared in had appeared in several other WCW events prior. And of course tag team matchups, but this was the first singles match. And Dennis Rodman did have during his WCW tenure. So, of course, this, this match went all over the place. Uh, it actually went, went as so far as to having five referees. But each and every single one of them either got, not, got taken down by Rodman, taken down by Savage. Uh, I think, I think uh, Rodman punched out one. Uh, Randy Savage. Excuse me, there, ladies and gentlemen. Even when so so far that Robin punched out a referee for not getting the three count, Savage punched out another second one for not uh, getting the three count. When the third referee came to, 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 to replace them, Savage punched him out before he even got in the ring to officiate. And then, of course, while Savage went around looking for weapons to use to take down Robin, he even took out the new, uh, new editor of the, of the WCW magazine who was at ringside taking pictures of the event and stole his camera to use uh, to knock out Dennis Robin. <clears throat> But uh, but then, of course, during the course of the match, Savage Savage and <clears throat> uh, Savage and Robin, of course, we even went so far as, as into the back, and Savage just threw Savage Savage threw uh, Dennis Robin into the to a porta potty and tilted it, and then of course Savage threw Robin into the trash. The time they went back into the ring to where to where, of course, we lost the fourth referee for the match, and before finally the, the main the main referee before finally the main referee uh, for the whole for the senior referee came out who was going to come for the main event match came to finish officiating this match here, and all of a sudden, of course, the main purpose behind this match, Borges George came out to help Randy Savage by giving him a chain to wrap around his hand, thereby thereby. Savage being able to take out Rodman with a chain and pinning him for the one, two, three, then that's how Savage picked up the win in that match. 
And ladies and gentlemen, of course, the big one itself, the one that, of course, everybody was all hyped up and talked about uh, during this, uh, <clears throat> that this one match that you know everyone was just talking about here, of course. And that was, of course, the WCW World Heavyweight Championship match with a whole lot at stake as the champion Hulk Hogan, who had, who, of course, on the Monday Nitro prior to Road Wild, had changed back from being Hollywood Hogan in the NWO black and white colors to the yellow and the red of Hulkamania. Uh, <clears throat> after, of course, defeating him, Sting, and Goldberg, defeating Nash, Sid Vicious, and Rick Steiner in a six-man tag on Nitro, the stipulations kind of changed there a little bit to where that not only did Hogan put his not only his title on the line, but his career, but Kevin Nash was also forced as a result of that loss uh, to Hogan, Sting, and Goldberg that he had to also put his career on the line as well. This match, ladies and gentlemen, I can go and talk about this big time. This match right here was 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 awesome. I mean, this match was, uh, of course, it was back and forth, knock it, rock him, sock him, drag him out. Uh, I mean, there was times where, of course, Nash almost dominated dominated the match. Hogan uh, came back several times. Nash pretty much almost had him on the ropes. I and mean, we all even thought that, you know, Kevin Nash was going to pull off the win and, of course, you know, have a particularly interesting resume as a man that not only defeated Goldberg back in Starcade 98, giving Goldberg his first loss, um, but also the man that that uh, won the World Heavyweight title and also defeating defeating legendary Hulk Hogan in one swoop. So I mean, it was it was like I said, uh, big, it was you know big time here indeed. But uh, but all in all, here, ladies and gentlemen, what 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 uh, you know, happened here? Uh, Kevin Nash, of course, thought he had the match won with a jackknife powerbomb, and he went to pin him. And then, of course, uh, Hogan kicked out and did the infamous hulking up, hulking up, as he always did, of course, for every single one of his matches. <clears throat> and, of course, as always, I would come back and do the, do the infamous, uh, you know, the, the flying fist, and then, of course, the infamous, you know, big, big boot to the face, and then, of course, the infamous leg drop on Kevin Nash. Boom! One, two, three. Hogan still holds on to the, to the world to the world heavyweight championship as well as his career. <coughs> Excuse me, there, ladies and gentlemen. And also in the process, just for I guess even just for a temporary situation set up, Kevin Nash Kevin Nash's career was officially over in WCW. Uh, all in all, ladies and gentlemen, this pay per view, like I said, had a lot of tremendous history. Um, of course, like I said, uh, as we said before, ladies and gentlemen, in the final, the final full year of WCW, uh, there was not a Road Wild in the year 2000. It was replaced by a pay-per-view called New Blood Rising. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's hard to believe that uh, 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 someone would criticize a great pay-per-view. I mean, a one-of-a-kind pay-per-view. Uh, you know, for the fact that 
You know, you, you don't have that many wrestling events held outdoors. You've had a bunch, especially a lot. WWF had a lot of pay-per-views over the years held outdoors. But WCW rarely, you know, this was the only one they, they ever had. I know they had a bash at the beach one year out there on the beach, in uh, Huntington Beach, California. But, of course, this was really the only one that they held all year long that was held, like, outside. Instead of, instead of being in a big arena, it was held like, outside. It was held outside. Uh, you know, it's hard to imagine. I'm sure the rally is still going on to this day today. But it's hard to imagine it without having this particular pay-per-view as a result of it, which I thought was the neatest thing that they ever had. Because um, people didn't sit in seats for this event, they actually sat on their motorcycles during the whole thing. And every time they liked what they saw, they started revving up the motorcycles. So, I mean, I thought that was real neat there, to say the least. Uh, <clears throat> I thought Road Wild like I said, was, was big for its time. Uh, it was a great event. Um, and, of course, like I said, I mean, you had a whole lot of some of the same folks, you know, taking part in all this. You know, everybody from the start, from Hulk Hogan to, you know, Goldberg, the Steiners to DDP to the members of the Horsemen, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, the, you know, the NWO. I mean, you know, even having celebrities be a part of this, of course, Dennis Rodman, as I said, wrestling in the uh, in, the, in, in the grudge match against uh, Randy Savage at the 99 Road Wild, Jay Leno wrestling in, at the main event was the 98 Road Wild. Uh, you know, that really started giving WCW some big time star power, like, of course, WWE always had. But nonetheless, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it was a great, it was a great pay per view. I mean, it was, I mean, you cannot, uh, you can, you cannot beat this. You cannot beat a pay per view of this caliber. I mean, I mean, I don't know if WWE would ever have any more outdoor events like they had in the past, but I can sure to tell you that some of the ones they did have back in the '80s were tremendous. But I don't think they they even compared. But even there was a lot of big crowds by some that were held in Canada, sure. And I mean, there were some of the great, some of the greatest shows ever of all time. But of course, like I said, WCW did not disappoint in all that by having, like I said, the Road Wild events, you know, you know, come on. And, and you know, the motorcycle scene really gave, gave it a, a big time flair. And it was without doubt, like I said, one of the greatest pay-per-views WCW other than, of course, uh, Starcade, Slamboree, Bash at the Beach and all. It was truly one of the best pay-per-views they ever, that they ever had in WCW history. one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. 444 Call ID 142-241-POUND. This is episode number seven, ladies and gentlemen, of WWS Wrestling Profile. Of course, like I said, this is Wednesday, November 30th, 2016. Uh, like I said, ordinarily you'd be hearing, you'd be hearing the latest episode of WWS Wrestling Debate with the NWO Madness Kingdom, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the Iceman Jared DiGiolamo. But due to part obligations had being had by all three members, <clears throat> uh, they were unfortunately not able to get the episode in here tonight. But of course, they will have another episode, hopefully of Wrestling Debate next, next uh, Wednesday, which will be December the 
December the 7th. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, hopefully let's go have a doctor have a big time topic here. Of course, it will come right after the results of TLC, which will be this, this coming Sunday. Uh, so, like I said tonight, we're doing a special, another special wrestling profile here, with of course doing an episode on the legendary uh, WWE pay-per-view known as Road Wild. Uh, <clears throat> um, of course, like I said, I mean, um, what else can we say about it, here, ladies and gentlemen? Road Wild was, like I said, truly, and truly one of the best, you know. Ever of ever of all time, and and of course, like I say, without it, you know, I mean, I don't know where WC, I don't know where WCW would 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 uh, would go from there. So, but nonetheless, it was uh, it was it, even for the short amount of time that it was held, like for about three years, it was truly one of the best pay per views of all time. And, of course, we'll be putting this history about Road Wild in our page, WWS Wiki Files, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Wiki Series. And you can read a little bit more about it, find out some stuff that you probably don't rem- might have not remembered and uh, stuff you may not recall. Uh, so definitely, like I said, uh, and listen here one more time and, you know, be amazed as to what, uh, as to what, uh, you know what, what transpired during all this. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said, uh, that was pretty much all we have to talk about about this pay per view here tonight. Uh, we're going to cut out a little bit early here so that way we can start making some preparations for, of course, uh, WWS Revolution, will be, which will be popping on in about 15 minutes. Um, of course, we'll have our rest of news and views of the day being brought to us by King Ice, King NWO Jabbar T. Smith, and the Iceman Jeremy Geralmo. Of course, the human suppressed machine, John Gross, will be on our chat box to find us with wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Plus, we'll be giving our thoughts and opinions on last night's SmackDown, paper, uh, Smackdown event, uh, which I heard did have, did have some real good events going on. Uh, but, uh, and of course, we'll have some more general wrestling talk, specifically more about, I'm sure, about TLC. And then, of course, a few more wrestling, wrestling extras will come your way here as well. So join myself, King NWO, the Iceman, and the Human Suplex Machine. Hopefully, we may with maybe a few more guests on as well for WWS Revolution, the Mothership Broadcast, coming on in about 15 minutes, right here on TalkShoe.com. That call ID is 138-055-POUND. On that note, thank you very much here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be, as, 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 we, take, as we looked at here today, this evening, WCW Road Wild and its history. Uh, this has been episode number seven of WWS Wrestling Profile. I am once again Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. We'll be back on in about 15 minutes here for WWS Revolution, the Wednesday edition. Wrestling Profile is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. Where we're one year older and continuing to be bolder. <clears throat> the radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Ladies and gentlemen, take care. We will see you in the ring here in about 15 minutes here at Action for Revolution. Take care. And as always, here in the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com. God bless. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.